This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. I moved to Texas from New England, and when I got here, it wasn't a shock when the summers were much warmer than New England. And the only solace they would give you here, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the only solace they would give you when it was 100 degrees and it felt like you were standing behind a city bus that was blowing heat and smoke at you, the only solace they would give you is, well, at least it's not as bad as Houston. So I was pretty comfortable with the fact that it was hotter in Texas than it was in New England. But I never thought that I would say to you that I've never felt colder than I have in Texas compared to New England. And when I would, when I would experience the bone-chilling cold of Texas, uh, someone would say, well, you know, that's because there's nothing between here and Canada other than some barbed wire and a couple of those are down. And when the weather changes here in Texas, it'll drop 40, 50 degrees in a matter of hours. And in New England, I remember growing up, people saying, if you don't like the weather, wait a minute. Well, they're just messing around in New England. Down here, they really, really mean it. Well, I, I thought I knew what bone-chilling cold was until I've just been through the experience we've had in the last week down here in Texas. It is a mess. Uh, no power, no water, uh, boiling of your water. It's been just a disaster. And I certainly pray for all the people that are still have power outages. We were out for... Um, you know, for a couple of days, and then we didn't have water, and now we've got water and we've got power. We just have to boil our boil our water. But it's been a great opportunity to watch people react and support others. It's um, it's really been phenomenal. I mean, neighbors have offered up, you know, water and Wi-Fi and prayers and their houses and shovels and anything that you possibly could want, and it's just been really, really encouraging to see the number of different people that have lifted people up and, and tried to help. And I've certainly been a recipient of that. And I, I was, I thought the other day, I think I've said thank you a hundred times in the last couple of days. And, and I, I'm not going to say I don't say thank you all the time. I do. Hopefully I'm a polite person, but, but a hundred times is a lot. And it kind of hit me how many times a day do people say thank you to me, right? Not me saying thank you to them, people saying thank you to me. Not enough. I and mean, I'm not talking about thank you for calling, thank you for your order, or thank you for your time, but real thank yous, genuine thank yous, the kind of thank yous that I've offered up when people have, have, have been offering to help me. I'm not talking about the throwaway kind, the real ones where you genuinely are thankful or someone is genuinely grateful for something you did or said. And, and so it's, it's that genuine thank you that it, it got me to focus in on. And just how many of those do we have each and every day? And so I thought that today we were going to talk about two simple words, thank you. 
And again, we're not talking about the throwaway thank yous. We're talking about the genuine thank yous. And people are constantly looking for new metrics to measure leadership in a contact center. So here's a new one. How many times a day do you say thank you? And how many times a day do people say thank you to you? Hopefully I don't have to work too hard to help you to understand why it would be important to measure thank yous as a leader in a contact center. If you think about it, we're trying to connect with our employees. What better way to connect with our employees than to acknowledge and recognize when they've done something well or something significant or something important with a thank you? And whether that's the people that we that work for us or our peers or even our boss, acknowledging and recognizing that they've done something well and showing appreciation builds connection. It builds respect for the work and efforts that they're putting forward. And you know what? It just is nice. And then when people say thank you to us, it means that we've done something worthy of getting that type of recognition. It, it reflects that we're a team player, someone that they can count on, someone that they can work with or, or lean on or look to to help solve a problem or an issue. So, so thank yous are a great way to measure how well we reach out and how well we reach in. So let's talk about some strategies that will allow us to give and get more thank yous. So let's start with the getting more thank yous. So first up is looking for an opportunity. What are the real problems in the center? Where do people need help? Do you have an expertise that people can use? Maybe your last job location. I mean, that would make you an expert, right? So whoever the person is that was in your job uh, is is a place that you might be able to provide some sort of a support. Is a peer experiencing something that you just went through? Maybe a difficult employee, mounting paperwork, understaffed. Look for an opportunity to make a difference. And you, you may be saying, Michael, you know what? I would love to look for an opportunity to make a difference, but you know what? I'm really busy. I'm, I, I'm swamped. And yes, you are. Everybody's busy. And if busy was a ticket that you could, that you could take your busyness and get entry to a movie, you've seen every movie that was known to man. And, but the reality is everyone's busy. Everyone is stressed. Everyone has a lot going on. But the people that stand out, the people that make a difference are the ones that look for an opportunity. So look for an opportunity somewhere where you might be able to contribute and, and provide some sort of a support to that person. Second thing up is to be an answer you know, or a solution, to, whether it be to your employees, to your peers, or to your boss. Once you find an opportunity, do something about it, right? Lend a hand, join a group, become a committee, help an employee out. Be the type of boy, boss that someone can come to with a problem because they trust you will help. There's a big word, trust, right? Are you the kind of person that an employee can make a mistake with you and come ask you for something that maybe they should even be doing for themselves? Maybe they come ask you for something that they they just haven't figured out yet. So do you send them around or you know, do you teach them one more time when appropriate so that they can be self-sufficient? So be the kind of leader that your employees can trust you to come ask you for help, even on something that you told them how to do the day before or maybe the week before, because maybe in certain instances, it's, it's in your best interest and their best interest to help them one more time. And I'm not saying that there aren't certain instances where you should just send them on their way because they ought to learn it themselves. But being the kind of leader where someone can make a mistake and still advance is the kind of 
leader that breeds employees that want to stick around with you for a long time and you want to get more out of they get more out of them than you ever thought you had the right to expect or even ask for and be an answer solution to your peers I know in some ways we compete with them because they're the ones that are going to be up for whatever the next promotion is or the next job is. But, but being someone that's an answer or solution to other people will certainly get you more thank yous. And it's also a way for you to stand out and make a difference. And then finally, of course, uh, be an answer or solution to your boss. If you've got an issue, make sure you bring an answer with you. Uh, if he or she's looking for a problem to be solved, be the person that's going to solve that problem. There's great value in doing that. So it doesn't just necessarily have to be with work, right? An example, a team member, team member may say to you that they're looking for a bike for their kid. Uh, ask for some details. And if you have the time, make some suggestions. Maybe drop by with a note, say, hey, listen, I saw this bike online. Or again, that's just an example. I'm not saying to spend all your day looking for bikes for your, for your, your team members. But I am saying that it's a great opportunity for you to be an answer, to look for ways that you can do things that set you apart that would get you and earn you, not get you, I don't want to get thank yous, that would earn you a genuine thank you. And then finally, be an encourager. Find someone doing something right. When you do, say something nice, encouraging, uplifting, significant, decent. Sadly, it doesn't happen that often in a work environment where there is encouragement, where there is lifting people up. And you know, the people that are working for us, they have day-to-day struggles that we don't know anything about. We don't know the person that's sitting at, in one of our um, centers is, um, or at home isn't having um, personal struggles or family struggles or marital struggles, and we just don't know. So a word of encouragement at the right time and on a consistent basis can lift people up. It can earn you the type of genuine thank you from somebody where you really do make a difference. Being an encouragement is life-giving. Speaking life into people counts. I think Toby Mac probably probably wrote it and sang it best. Lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Raise your thoughts a little higher. Use your words to inspire. Joy will fall like rain when you speak life with the things you say. Lift your head a little higher. Spread the love like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Well, that is the first time I've ever used music in one of my podcasts, so maybe I'll do it again. By the way, that's... Uh, Toby Mac, um, Speak Life. Being an encourager, um, this is not something that comes easy. There are people and leaders that struggle with this. Um, it's a skill that can be learned just like empathy. Empathy is a skill, not an emotion. Uh, we can ask the front line to show empathy 50 times a day, and there's no way they can show empathy if it was an emotion. First, no one except maybe an actor or actress can generate that type of emotion on request that many times, and if you add the repetition to it, it's, it's, it's impossible. So empathy is a skill, not an emotion. In the same way, being an encourager is a skill. It's something that can be learned. Here's just a couple of quick tips, right? Find someone that's good at it and copy them or what they say. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, uh, whenever in response to something good that would happen, would say, who's better than you? 
uh, not sarcastically, but really, really uplifting. I've copied that, and uh, and it and it and it works. It's a great way to be encouraging in a way that separates people and and uh, shows them uniquely what they've done. Uh, so I've copied that. So listen to the people around you. Write down encouraging statements uh, when you hear somebody say something uh, to make sure that you're that you've got it right and practice it. And practicing does make perfect. So you only get better by practicing. And I know this sounds trite, but look it up on the internet. I mean, there are lists beyond lists of encouraging things that you can say that are safe at work. So you have a great sense of humor. Nice job in that presentation. You always know when to lend a hand. You're a savvy problem solver. I love your enthusiasm. I appreciate your trust. What a fun party. There's a ton of those on the internet. You can be a great encourager. It just requires you to put a little effort and a little bit of time into it. And when you're a great encourager, you will earn some genuine thank yous. So let's shift over to the other side, which is giving more thank yous, which is you actually saying thank you. Well, start an encouragement with a thank you. Pick any encouragement that you want and just start it with a, with a thank you. And you've already given more thank yous. You probably need to count them in the beginning. Make it a point to say thank you, at least a number that is greater than the employees you have working for you. Uh Uh-oh, that could be 15 to 20 times a day. Yep, That's, that's a great place to start. Once you start counting, you'll find that number may not even be enough. You'll find yourself saying thank you multiple times at multiple different levels, whether it's thank you to your to the people that work for you or thank you to your peers or thank you to your boss. And again, I'm not talking about the fake thank yous or the ones that are the throwaway thank you, like, hey, bud, thanks. I'm talking about genuine thank yous for something that they've done. Um, Here's some type of areas that you can look for a place to say thank you. Uh, Stellar customer service. You know, thank you. That was great. That really makes a difference for for our company and for our customers. I'm sure the customer was was really, really grateful and and was impressed and felt valued by what you did. Team behavior, thank you for helping Sally out. Thank you, I saw what you did with with John that really makes a difference. Going above and beyond for a peer, uh, similar circumstances, thank you. When the company does something really special for your team members, thank the company, thank the HR department, thank uh, another group that may have done something. Someone that does their job day in and day out without complaint or even a need for recognition. Somebody that services your particular team, whether that be somebody from IT or somebody from HR or somebody from accounting or maybe the person that cleans the facility. I mean, it, it could be anyone. Anyone that serves your team in any way, make sure that you take the time to say thank you. And then your family, your kids, your spouse, your family, your parents, your grandparents, your family, your family, your family. How often do you say thank you to them for supporting you? How often do you say thank you for them for just doing simple things? Being a person that says thank you and gives thank yous out speaks life into people. It generates enthusiasm. It generates a sense of of being, a sense of worth, a sense of accomplishment. Being someone that says thank you to people is 
someone that makes a difference, that's someone that adds to the equation that is relationships or work environment or someone that comes alongside to the challenges that people have going on. Thank you is just two words, thank and you. It's something that we were taught when we were kids, but it's something that really can make a difference. So why don't in the next week you count the number of thank yous that you give and the number of genuine thank yous that you get. I promise you'll be a better leader for it. I promise your team will be a better team for it. And you know what? Thank you for listening. I genuinely appreciate the fact that you've taken the time out of your busy day to listen to what I've got to say in this podcast. I hope it's of value to you. I hope it brings you encouragement. I hope it speaks life into you. That's what my intentions are. That's what I'm trying to do. And I really am very grateful that you listened. So thank you. I hope you have a great week. Go be a great leader. I know you're fully capable of being a great leader. So why don't you just go ahead and do it? Look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.